Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, in part four of Babylon Rising, we are going to investigate Pope Francis as a potential candidate for the false prophet. The purpose for this exercise is not for mere speculation. It is to keep us centered in God's prophetic word of truth with awareness of those things that mark the soon return of Jesus. In Luke twelve thirty-five to 37 we read the words of our Savior, Be dressed ready for service and keep your lamps burning, like servants waiting for their master to return from a wedding banquet so that when he comes and knocks, they can immediately open the door for him. It will be good for those servants whose master finds them watching when he comes. Beloved, that word was given by Jesus regarding his second coming. How much more should we as his born-again offspring be watching and ready for his coming for us at the rapture, which will precede the tribulation period and the second coming of the Messiah of God? Which brings us back to our consideration of the prime candidate for the false prophet and the platform that he is already setting up for the one world religion of the Antichrist. While it is widely accepted by many prophecy teachers that the false prophet will be the pontiff of Roman Catholicism, which when lined up with scripture is undeniably confirmed to be the harlot of Revelation 17, it remains uncertain whether or not Pope Francis will be revealed as the false prophet or a strong forerunner to him. In either case, he is working diligently as a major player in the formation of the Antichrist One World religion and is also deeply entrenched in the global governmental and economic aspects of the Antichrist Empire through which he will have complete control over all people on earth. In a commentary by ChristianEvidence.net, they give compelling facts that position Pope Francis for the role of the false prophet. They write, According to Scripture, the greatest religious leader in history, the Antichrist right-hand man, also known as the false prophet, will arise from Rome to force humanity into worshiping the Antichrist and will deceive countless people near the time of Christ's return. The false prophet is the leader of the false church, known as the harlot in Revelation 17, 1-5, and there is strong evidence that reveals this harlot as the Roman Catholic Church. Thus, it is highly likely that the Pope, who will be in charge of Roman Catholicism at the end, is the false prophet, who will work with the Antichrist throughout the tribulation period. From a prophetic standpoint, out of all the popes who have come and gone in the past century, George Mario Borgoglio, who became the pontiff of the Roman Catholic Church under the name of Pope Francis on March 13, 2013, has accomplished more since his reign began than all the former popes combined. 
and more than any of them. He fits the bill as the soon-to-be-revealed false prophet. The following are some of the reasons that he holds such strong consideration of being the one to fill this demonic role or at the very least, an agent of Satan, who is using him to lay the groundwork for the next pope to take the reins in service to the Antichrist, and the one-world religion that will work in darkened harmony with the governmental and economic arms of his one-world empire. 1. The false prophet will promote the worship of the Antichrist, as confirmed in Revelation 13.12. He will be a leading religious figure who is already in place prior to the rapture. In order to ensure a global following for the Antichrist, who will declare himself to be God, as recorded in Second Thessalonians 2.4. Not only is Pope Francis the top religious figure known in the world, but he is also more popular than any political world leader. According to a recent poll, Pope Francis holds the record for amassing one million followers on Instagram in the shortest amount of time, under 12 hours, and is one of the most influential world leaders on Twitter, followed by more than 40 million accounts. Pope Francis also rules over half of what is called Christendom, with 1.3 billion Roman Catholics. The Pope is positioned better than anyone on the scene to fulfill the prophecy of the false prophet. 2. The false prophet sets up a living image of the Antichrist that must be worshipped, as recorded in Revelation 13, 14-15. Pope Francis is already beginning to prepare people of the world to worship image figures of living men. On April 16, 2017, a wax image figure of Pope Francis was set up for Easter Mass. People came up and related to this statue in awe, as though it was Pope Francis himself. The Roman Catholic Church has always used idolatry as a means of deception and has been making images for people to worship for many centuries. There is also speculation about whether this image of the beast, as described in Revelation 13.15, is going to be an artificial intelligence robot. And interestingly, Pope Francis is very up-to-date on AI. He has attended many technology conferences on the topic of AI and even mentioned it at this year's World Economic Forum which many news reports admitted was an unusual topic for a pontiff. Could Pope Francis be preparing for the creation of a future AI robot in the likeness of the Antichrist? And let us not miss the point that he attended the World Economic Forum meeting. 3. The false prophet will force mankind to receive the mark of the beast, as recorded in Revelation 13, 16-17. Many evangelicals and fundamentalists believe that RFID, which stands for Radio Frequency Identification, implants are leading to the mark of the beast, and thus are alarmed by this new technology. Yet in a controversial move by the Catholic Church, Pope Francis has come out in vocal support of RFID chip technologies and the extraordinary potential that he says that they hold for mankind. 
In addition, Pope Francis's private meetings with tech giants, including Apple CEO Tim Cook, former Google CEO and Alphabet Executive Chairman Eric Schmidt, Instagram CEO Kevin Seistrom, and Facebook slash Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg, makes one wonder, could Pope Francis be preparing for the implementation of the Mark of the Beast in America and in the world? As a note of interest, Apple, Google, and Facebook are part of five American tech companies that dominate and control every aspect of the digital life of an individual. Four, the false prophet, along with the Antichrist, will promote and enforce a totalitarian world government, a global economic system, and a universal religion, as confirmed in Revelation 13.12. Ever since the very beginning of his papacy, Pope Francis has been pushing for global unity in religious matters global unity in economic matters, and global unity in political matters. He has vocally called for a one-world government and a new global political authority, end quote. Interestingly, Shimon Peres, former Israeli president, has wanted to establish an international body representing the world's major religions, with Pope Francis as its leader. Perez stated, perhaps for the first time in history, the Holy Father is a leader who is respected, not only by a lot of people, but also by different religions and their representatives, end quote. And in a quote by Pope Francis, he said that, people may wonder why God allows there to be so many different religions in the world. What God wants is fraternity among us, which is why we must not be frightened by difference. God has allowed this, but it is right to be worried when people are not working toward a more fraternal world, end quote. That comment was cemented when in February of 2019, Pope Francis made a trip to Abu Dhabi, United Arab Emirates. There, on February the 4th, he and Sheikh Ahmed al-Talib, leading authority for many Sunni Muslims, signed a document on human fraternity that said, the pluralism and the diversity of religions, color, sex, race, and language, are willed by God in his wisdom, through which he created human beings, end quote. Five, the false prophet is described as having two horns like a lamb, as recorded in Revelation 13.11. In the Bible, the lamb represents Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God. The Pope takes the title of Vicar of Christ, meaning that he holds the authority of God in the earth. In masterful Luciferian counterfeiting, the Pope is presented as a lamb, but inwardly he is a ravenous wolf. The Pope's attire identifies him as this imposter lamb. His mitre, which he wears on his head as a crown, literally has two horns. If you go to the Catholic Encyclopedia, they themselves call it a two-horned mitre. The verse in Revelation is clearly symbolic, although it is a vital clue in recognition to the false prophet, who has two horns as a lamb, but speaks like a dragon. Another garb of the pontiff also gives scriptural confirmation.
In Matthew 7:15, Lord Jesus warned us to beware of wolves in sheep's clothing. Interestingly, not only does this idiom describe Pope Francis perfectly, but so does its literal meaning. The Pope literally dresses in sheep's clothing. He wears a pallium, which is a shawl made out of lamb's wool raised by Trappist monks outside of Rome. It has embroidered on it the feet of a lamb. Additionally, his collar, which by Roman Catholicism is informally called a dog collar, could be taken to symbolize his true nature as a wolf in sheep's clothing. And in further identification of Pope Francis being a wolf in sheep's clothing, he is the first pope in the history of the Roman Catholic Church to be a Jesuit. The Jesuits are known as the Pope's Marines, and while the oath that they take is too long and quite frankly too brutally descriptive to read here, please know that it includes viciously murdering anyone who is Protestant or opposed to Roman Catholicism in any way, with deceptive tactics and ploys which the Jesuit is commanded to promote in order to deceive the one they are about to destroy, into thinking that they are one of them. And there is much more that time does not allow us to cover here, but while it is not certain that Pope Francis is the false prophet, or a formidable forerunner to him, he nonetheless certainly fits the profile that offers the alert for us to be paying attention as things unfold. For with all the other prophetic signs dramatically converging and indicating the nearness of the time, if he is not the false prophet, it will almost certainly be his successor who will fit that prophetic role. And that might be how it unfolds, since Pope Francis is 86 years old and has been ill. We won't be here when these agents of darkness are actually revealed. But knowing how close we really could be to prophecy's fulfillment should make us all the more purposed in readiness and service to our King. And as we close for today, I leave you with First Peter one nineteen, And so we have the prophetic word made more sure, to which you do well to pay attention as to a lamp shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star arises in your hearts. And, as always, beloved, I bid you his agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006 or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com